staying busy like, like myself. <laughs> nice. Okay. So uh, I've been checking you out and um, I've been seeing a lot of interesting things that you've been putting out there. Um, won't you give me a little background on yourself? My background is I'm just a normal guy growing up on the East Coast here. I uh, worked in corporate America, started my own company. I was doing a podcast on the side. People started sending me flat earth stuff. I banned them from, from our social media for being so stupid. And then I was forced to look into it. And I found out the whole globe system is a lie so big and so important that I decided to walk away from my own company and do this full time. Okay. How long has it been uh, since you uh, made that decision? Uh, I discovered the the earth was flat about six years ago, I think, if I'm keeping track. And I left my business about just over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing this, uh, talking to nice people and some not so nice people and uh, discussing the, you know, the way we see the world and what it really is and why it matters. Okay. Um, I mean, not everybody is open-minded when it comes to, you know, going off book or what they perceive life to be. So, you know, knowledge is everything. So people shouldn't just, in my opinion, take what's out there for, you know, the stone truth and, you know, figure out what it is on their own, in my opinion. You're back. Okay. Yeah, I I just lost connection and I was like record again. Yeah. Yeah, I got I'm fast here. I'm good on my side. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. What do I call you? Big T? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Big T. Um, so uh I was basically saying that, you know, people should, you know, do their own research before they you know, respond so with a, such a, a harsh, dismissive, uh, you know what I'm saying, answer to what is commonly the unknown. I mean, everyone's assuming that, <clears throat> you know, uh, the people in, in power know everything about everything, but they say it's like 75% of the ocean that, you know, that's undiscovered, you know? For sure. And for some reason, we're going to Mars. You know, why aren't we going to Ethiopia in the middle of the desert and trying to start a colony there? Because at least we have air and warmth, unlike Mars, where there's no air and no warmth and no water and, you know, insanity. Yeah. Well, that's what they say, at least. Mars is a whole big deception. We can get into that if you want. <laughs> is, you mean as far as the planet or trying to get there? All of it. None of it. Outer space is fake. Mars is fake. Everything. When you look through uh, a super zoom camera, this is what Mars looks like, right? That doesn't look like a dirty ball, you know, rocky ball. It looks more like an energetic something within mm-hmm. the Earth system. So for you, we are the only planet here or is it something up? Well, that's a good question. And the, the way, the whole thing about planets, planets used to be called wandering stars and they recently changed them over to planets. And mm-hmm. what, you know, the things that we call planets are lights in the sky, very similar to stars, but the stars that we see are fixed in their position, circling above us. And the wandering stars have their own cycle. And it's a cycle, it's not a random cycle. They repeat, you know, we can, we predicted the alignment and they knew that this big alignment was going to happen back in December, um, you know, forever before, because they, they, everything goes in a perfectly predictable pattern when, uh, you know, if, if the earth was a spinning corkscrewing solar system, nothing would ever repeat. There's a thing called the three body problem that, that um, science has and, if you take a supercomputer and you put a, you say, okay, I've got a simulation. I'm going to put a, a sun that has this much gravity, you know, the ball this big, and I have a Earth and a planet that's got this much gravity, and you set them into orbit, you know, that 
and the computer will model it perfectly. And you can say, all right, where is it going to be next week? Where is it going to be in 10 years? And it, it's like a precise timepiece. But then you add a, another body, just one more body, one moon orbiting the Earth or another planet orbiting the sun, the entire model falls apart, goes into random beehive mode, mode, it never repeats, and there's no computer that can calculate how it's going to work. But somehow we have you know, 60, 80 bodies in our solar system alone that go on a perfect cycle and repeat year after year after year. Eclipses repeat every 18 years. How is that possible in a random beehive universe where gravity is pulling on everything? How come the earth is holding on, the sun is holding on to the earth, but when the moon goes in between the sun and the earth, the sun doesn't rip the moon away or at least perturb its orbit. It doesn't, it ignores, the sun's gravity ignores the moon right? All of it is nonsense, helio nonsense. How do we know that all of, you know, the calculations that these computers are generating are correct, you know? Well, the, all of the calculations of the stuff in the, in the sky is observable. You don't need a computer to calculate it. You know that, you know, where the moon is going to be each day. It, you know, the three body problem is a problem. But somehow they're able to calculate where all these these things are. These things are. Um, but when when you think that they're planets, they're they're not planets. You know, we're not a disc world with a bunch of ball planets. That's not what the what the world is. We're, there's not a bunch of disc planets. We're not a planet. We're a plane, right? Just remove the T. We're a plane, and all of the lights in the sky are circling above us. The Earth. The earth is like a pond, right? It's like, it's like, a, it's just like a perfect pond where everything is um, surrounded by land. This is land. This is Antarctica. Okay. Antarctica is the shoreline of the world pond, right? All of the continents are surrounded by water and all of the water is surrounded by land. It's just the shoreline of the world pond. If you go to the edge of the world, which is right here, according to us, you step onto Antarctica. You don't fall off a pizza in the middle of the space. There is no space. Okay. It's a lot to take in. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, to be quite honest, there, I mean, this information um, is clearly available for everybody, but everyone usually goes with what's put right in front of them, unfortunately. Right. Absolutely. And if you, but the thing is, once you, start questioning the nonsense they tell us everything nasa tells us is unverifiable everything everything i'm going to tell you is verifiable like if the earth is 24,901 miles around like they say a camera height at one foot looking at just 9.4 miles away where this oil rig is there should be 59 feet of curvature but not only can we see the water up to it we can see the water for tens of miles beyond it Mm -hmm. where there should be hundreds of feet of curvature. If the earth is 24,901 miles around, like they say, how can a Navy ship take a pencil thin laser beam and light up another ship a hundred miles away when there should be 6,600 feet of mountain of water in between them for the curvature? It should be 6,000 feet below the curve, but they can light it up. They can see it and they can light it up. That's impossible. Impossible, I like to say. With as much research that you have done, and I'm pretty sure you aren't the only one, well, I know for a fact you aren't the only one that feels this way and has done the research and mm -hmm. um, feel confident in your numbers. Um, do you think there's people out there trying to uh, disprove what you're talking about and vice versa? You'll, well, you, what you will find out in your comments, you're going to see people going, why is this a scammer? He's just trying to sell his app. You know, the earth is, we know the earth is a ball. Flat earth is stupid. He's a moron, whatever. But they will never offer one globe proof. What you'll see is, you'll see people in your comments commenting on everyone else's comment, just insulting flat earth, saying that we're stupid. Then you go to their channel and there's zero content on their channel. If they were truly that passionate about the globe, you think they would list one proof of the globe? I'm offering a Bitcoin to anybody that can give me one proof of the globe, but they can't. People say, you know, what about pictures? Well, you know, Photoshop and 20 minutes, you can make a better earth than NASA can. 
Yeah. Um, I always had a theory about cartographers, and I'm like, how do they actually know unless they're standing above what they've drawn? Right. How about Universal Pictures? I think in 1927 had a spinning globe as their logo. Huh. It looked just like the spinning globe that NASA said we had after they launched the first rocket, you know, 30 years later or whatever it was. Um, how did they know what it looked like? They're brainwashing motion pictures, all of it, all of the education system, all of Hollywood. It's all brainwashing. And they're brainwashing us to believing that we live on a random speck flying through an infinite godless universe when in fact we are at the center of creation and we are powerful beings that nobody has dominion over you. Nobody can tell you what to do as long as you don't break their free will. And uh, you know God's law or universal law, don't kill anybody, don't steal from anybody, don't get in anyone's face, leave them alone, help your neighbor. That's about it. Those are the only laws. If everyone behaved like that, the world would be a whole different place. I would consider you a man of science. Um, would you consider yourself uh, or did you grow up um, religious or a man of faith? So, no, I didn't. You know, um, I looked into all different religions and I never bought it all. And, I, and, you know, I didn't really give it that much thought. But, you know, I'd be listening to a podcast. Somebody would be talking about whatever. And I'd be like, oh, it's good information, good information, whatever it was, health, you know, conspiracy, whatever. And all of a sudden they'd mention the Quran or the Bible. And I'd be like, oh, religious fanatic. I'd throw out the notes I took. <laughs> I'd just unsubscribe and I'd be like, they're crazy you know, the whole religion thing. And that was just me. But then when I discovered that the earth was not from a big bang and what the earth is, and we have lots of questions, but it's clearly undeniably intelligently designed. Therefore there's an intelligent designer. Now we can argue all day long on who that designer is, but that's everyone else. That's everyone's personal journey. I believe that we are all you know, our souls are pieces of God within us having an experience on this plane. And there's a verse in the Bible that says, basically says, once you see my creation, you no longer have any excuse to deny my existence. And that's true because once you see, you know, if, if you're in the middle of nowhere, you're the only person on earth and you're in the middle of a jungle and you come across a uh, a Mac computer, brand new, <laughs> brand new Mac computer. Mm -hmm. You have to go, okay, there's a designer of this computer. Somebody made this. Somebody made this. Didn't happen from a tree falling over, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't deny a creator. Now you could argue all day who the hell made it, um, but the earth is intelligently designed. There is a creator. We are special. We, uh, that's not why I got into this to feel special, but it turns out we are special and that nobody has dominion over us. And that's what they don't want us to know. They can't take our free will away. When I say they, you know who they are, the people that are pulling the strings of the world right now. The world is screwed up. I walked away from everything to do this because if we ever get our freedom back, uh, how long can we hold it if our mind is, uh, is lost in the matrix? So what do you mean by freedom? Right now, we're, uh, you know, the, there's COVID passports coming. There's, you're not going to be able to fly. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. You can't do anything uh, until you allow them to inject poison into your body. I mean, are you a healthy guy? Are you healthy right now? Yeah. Do you, you have cancer? No. Would you take chemotherapy right now to prevent yourself from getting cancer? No. Would you take a vaccine? A vaccine for cancer? No, a vaccine for COVID. Um, it's equivalent to taking, yeah. it's equivalent to taking chemotherapy to prevent yourself from getting cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's actually worse. I'd take chemotherapy. If I had to take one or the other, I'd take some chemotherapy. Were you vaccinated as a kid? Unfortunately I was, but, but I'm a, I'm a bit older than you, I think. And, uh, my vaccination schedule was much less. <laughs> I think I had, you know, a half a dozen vaccinations where kids get like 70 vaccinations. Now it's ridiculous. So okay. I don't want to get into vaccinations. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. But um, okay. the world, the world, you know, we are under tyranny right now worldwide. And, uh, you know, if people don't wake up soon, we're going to go into a very dark age. Okay. So let me ask you this. Does, um, do you believe that there are, you know, other um, forms of life on different planes in the universe? extraterrestrials right mm -hmm. so words have meaning 
So, you know, planet is plane with a cross at the end of it. That's interesting. Um, outer space. So if the earth is flat, the edge of our world, our known world, where no one's allowed to go explore is Antarctica. What's in the outer space beyond Antarctica? Are there other lands, maybe? Other oceans? Extra terra? Extra territory? Extraterrestrials would come from the outer space beyond Antarctica? Maybe that's where all the Incans and the Mayans and all these previous civilizations that all knew the earth was flat. Maybe they all went out to the outer space beyond Antarctica, right? Every culture before NASA had a flat earth cosmology, only NASA, right? You know, we're told that the ancient Greeks figured out the earth was flat, you know, 500 or 2000 years ago, or whatever it was. That's a made up story that makes absolutely no sense. And even if it was true, the, the Aristophanes, you know what I'm talking about with the sticks and shadows? Mm-hmm. Even if it was true, it works on a flat earth. Here it is. No shadow here. There's a shadow here. Do some calculations, you know, right angle here. You got an X distance here. And you could figure out the sphericity of this. But you can do on a flat earth with a small local sun, no shadow, shadow. You can do the same math and find out the sphericity of this flat plane. Okay? It's just math. We don't live on a math equation. You know, to... This works because of an assumption that all of the sun rays are coming in parallel from a distant sun. But who would ever think that the sun rays are coming in parallel when no one's ever seen parallel rays? Every time you look up, the rays are coming in at angles like a close local sun. How, how, why would anyone think that they're parallel other than mind control nonsense? So when, were you fearful when you uh, started um, you know, speaking on this? Well, you know, here's the thing. I, this is my belief, and a lot of people are with me, and some people don't believe me, is I don't believe that the, the elite, the ones that are awake, the illuminated, some of them call the Illuminati, but the illuminated know the karma of breaking God's law. They don't kill anybody, in my opinion. They, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Fear will give you cancer. Fear will kill you. Fear will give you a heart attack. Okay. Fear will make you sick, weak, and, and destroy your life. I don't have any fear. I'm not afraid of dying though. So maybe that's why I have no fear. Um, I've had experiences in my life that I like what I'm doing. I, I like the message I'm spending saying, and I would rather not just live in fear. What are my choice? Live in fear and let this tyranny continue. I'm, I'm not about that. I'm meeting good people every day. We're having a Flat Earth conference in South Carolina on the 27th of March called Flat Earth Festivals for anybody that wants to go. It's going to be phenomenal. And we're around like-minded, awake people. It's going to be great. I'm assuming that that isn't the only thing that you guys will do at the festival, right? Well, the festival, it's actually, you know, normally the festivals, we we have um, a lot of presentations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's basically two days. One day we rented a park. Anyone could do whatever they want in the park: fly drones, barbecue, hang out, play music. We're gonna have, we have bands playing and stuff. And then the festival, we actually have some cool bands playing, and we have a couple of small presentations and uh, people cooking food. It's just gonna be a, a hangout, two days hanging out together. FlatEarthFestivals.com. Check it out. Okay. That's are you where are you located? I'm in Maryland. You should come, man. You should come. You you will meet so many cool people if you can get there. I mean, that's the, what's that like five hours for you? Uh, you said South Carolina, right? Yeah, so right on the edge of South Carolina. Yeah, that's about a five hour drive for me. Oh, I'm 13 hours, so you got me beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I could definitely, uh, you know, you could send me a link on that, and I'll check it out. Uh, I mean, with my schedule, I wouldn't be able to do it, but, you know, I'm, I'm always down to, you know, pick up some new information and, you know, yeah. grow my knowledge base. Dude, this is, this is one of those things, you know, belief is easy. You can believe we live on a ball. You were told it as a kid, it's your core belief, right? And it's it. We live, you don't have to check. That's it. That's the majority. You know, that's what everyone's saying must be true. Got no more effort. But if you take the time and effort and look, you'll wonder how the hell did I ever believe that we lived in this crazy spinning, spiraling insanity, you know, corkscrewing through space, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's impossible. Impossible. Hmm. <laughs> 
So uh, you work with, uh, I believe you have two other co-hosts, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, on Curious my Thursday. And Matt. Oh, yeah. So Curious Jay and Matt. So Curious Jay and I started the podcast and Curious Jay um, has stepped aside and Matt's filling in for him okay. uh, for, for a while. For could be forever. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I hope he's all right. Curious Jay is good. Uh, he is a um, he has a gig in let's just call it in California that's very public, and mm-hmm. he's not allowed to do other performances elsewhere. Um, okay. So politics. So, <laughs> well, uh, politics or Hollywood, you know, whatever it is, is what it is. Okay. And I see you guys are over 150 episodes uh, of your podcast so far. Um, actually, we started at 100, so we're only at 50. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit it. I have nothing to hide. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's dope. Um, yeah. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, outside of... Um, you know, put, uh, starting your new path on the flat earth um, um, divulgence. Um, what do you do in your spare time? This is what I do full time. I'm doing 15 to 20 interviews a week. Mm-hmm. In my spare time, I rest my voice because I didn't realize how much talking really beats <laughs> on your voice. Uh, I, I like to exercise. Um, you know, I used to like to go out to dinner sometimes, but yeah, that's insanity. Uh, I have fun. We all hang out with friends and, you know, do it. I'm a normal guy, nothing different. So, you know, luckily for me, uh, this is what I do for a living and I don't do it for the living, but I make a living off of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's people that hate their jobs and that's, that's, that sucks, you know, but you gotta, you gotta work, you gotta work, you gotta pay the bills. Cause we're in this crazy money system, which is also another scam. But I created uh, an app called the flat earth sun, moon and Zodiac clock app. And I actually created it for myself just so when I'm talking to people uh, I could show them. And then it, it actually was pretty good. And people were like, where can I get it? So I listed the app in the app store and I've been making it better for over two years. And then I realized by selling the app for $2.99, I can make enough money just to pay my bills. And mm-hmm. trust me, I didn't get into the flat earth for the money because mm-hmm. I was making, I had my own company with a couple partners and I was making very healthy, more money than I ever thought I could make. And I walked away from it all just to spread this message because this message, you know, the shape of the earth does not matter. It's the lie that matters. And if you don't know who you are, where you are, what you are, you're lost in space. Take uh, Neo from the, do- from, uh, from the Matrix, right? Okay. At the beginning, he's lost. He's, de- he's depressed. His soul knows the truth of the world, but his mind is lost in the Matrix. It's trapped. He doesn't know who he is. And then he, at the end of the movie, he discovers who he is, where he is, what he is, and the power of his mind. Well, we literally live in a Matrix-type world. Now, I don't think we're plugged into machines, but I can't rule it out. Um, <laughs> that that they are harvesting our thought, our thought energy, and they don't want us to know that our thoughts create the world that we're in. You know, create the world um, around us. Our lives are created by our thoughts. And they don't want us to know that's how it works. So they keep us in fear, uh, fear of asteroids hitting, which are fake, fear of nuclear bombs, which are fake, fear of terrorists, which are fake, fear of running out of oil, which is fake. It's all fake. It's all fear of uh, global warming, fake, right? All of it is fear to keep us in control. And then they say, hey, we want to do this to you. We want to do this to you. And if you don't say no, you're saying yes. And that's how the system works. But when you wake up to the truth, you take your power back, you stop submitting to their nonsense and uh, life gets better. One person can make a huge difference. You can't, people throw their hands up and go, I'm only one person. I got to go to work in the morning. Leave me alone. Well, that's not the case. Just need a couple people to wake up and you can take your power back. It's amazing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't think that um, everyone understands um, the power of controlling your own 
you know, your own mind and stop being, you know, constantly influenced by, you know, what you watch or what you stream or what you constantly listen to. You know, if you wake up every day and, and hear that, you know, you're like a piece of shit or something, then that's what you'll be because that's all you know. Dude, but, I can't watch the news for five minutes. Every like, every once in a while, like, I'll watch the news, or if I go out to a restaurant and they have the stupid news on the TV, I'll look at the news for two minutes. Murder, rape, horrible people dying. It's just like it's all nonsense. It's all insanity, and it's to keep you in fear. It's to hypnotize you. It's to make you um, never take the power of your mind and create the world that you deserve. Okay. So why go this far with the lie? Why go? It's all about control because here's the thing. If you wake up to the truth of our world, uh, you no longer give your power to them. If everyone woke up to flat earth tomorrow, the governments would be dead. All the governments would be dead. All the universities would shut down. All the religions would shut down, right? Uh, because the religions are, you know, they, they have their purpose, but they also divide us. We're really one. We're all one. And and how, you know, I don't want to get into religion because that, that's a whole other thing. And I'm not saying any religion is wrong. They're all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like Christians think that if you're not, if you don't accept Christ, you're going to hell. Well, there's other ways to look at it. Right. It all has to do with God's law and the, the, the peace of God that's within you. Our goal here on this plane is to maintain control of our soul and not lose it, sell it, give it up. Or let it die. All right. I don't. I don't think souls can drive, but we we can die without a soul. So our our whole goal is to maintain control of our soul. And the soul lure system is literally trying to steal our soul. It's trying to hide God. Okay. Okay. So let's talk uh, unexplainable things. Sure. People argue about, um, you know, yeah. Uh, outer space and uh, aliens and stuff like that. One thing that I, I, I haven't really heard like an actual definite explanation for is something like the pyramids or certain obelisks that pop up around the world. So great, great, great question. So I believe, and there's, it's not about belief. I know there was a uh, empire here long, um, not that long ago in the 1800s called Tataria worldwide. And uh, I don't know how long it's been there and how, how long it ruled, but it's a worldwide empire uh, where people can travel all across the plane. They had gigantic airships, bigger than aircraft carriers. They had, they built stuff that we couldn't build today. There's buildings in every city everywhere uh, from the old Tatarian Empire, there's our world was a completely different space, and then there was a a uh, reset of some sort. I don't know if it was man-made. I don't know if God did it. It seems big enough that it was a God reset, and uh, everything basically changed. Perhaps turned to stone. Um, who knows? The, there was gigantic trees here. There was buildings that we couldn't build today with uh, with our best cranes. There's buildings probably right in your city that were supposedly built in the 17 and 1800s. Go look at them and ask yourself, could our builders today with the best cranes build them? And the answer is no, but we have to believe they built it with horse and buggies back then and rope and chisels. It's, it's ridiculous. So this entire um, realm before us was stolen from us. It was hijacked from us in literally the eight, late 1800s, early 1900s. Everyone as, early, as late as 1920, even 1930, knew the earth was flat. And that's, they, they stole that from us. Okay. I mean, I've always, uh, you know, as at least as a teenager, when you go and you get the books about the actual size measurements of, you know, certain items, and it's like, you see like pictures or drawings of movies of, you know, a bunch of people moving these stones up, all you know, up. it's all nonsense. Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. And then, none of it. you know, the one interesting thing that happened to me years ago, um, I was uh, working for a cable company and one of the teachers um, for the uh, recruitment class was telling me that, uh, I should do my research on the history of cable um, because it, it'll blow your mind. And I said, what do you mean? He said, 
Look at the jump in technology from 1938 to 1945. And I yes. thought that was kind of crazy. And I thought about how they came up with the actual idea of cable and how we went from, I want to say it was the Model T to combustible engine. Computer chips, lasers, all yeah. of it came in at once. Where did that technology come from? Now, many people will say, Aliens brought it to us and they made a trade, right? The, one of the big stories is aliens made a trade for us because they wanted to abduct people and do experiments on them. You've heard this story, right? Mm -hmm. So great story. I used to believe that. But maybe that is true. But extraterrestrials, maybe people from the outer space beyond Antarctica, um, maybe something's going on there where, you know, they brought us that technology. Maybe the the people that built the pyramids and uh, you know the advanced Tatarians maybe they all moved outwards um, outwards when uh, perhaps when their sun shifted out like if we live in the center here the outer space is just beyond Antarctica and this could be an advanced world of beings okay an advanced world of beings and maybe I don't know maybe for some reason they're coming in here and doing stuff. It's just a short little trip, a couple thousand miles, rather than traveling inconceivable light years and then crashing in Roswell. Makes no sense. Okay. Right? So think, think about this. In our heliocentric system, the closest star is four and a half light years away. Well, light year, that's, that's how far it's at. 25 trillion miles. The closest star. The rest are magnitudes farther magnitudes farther right 25 trillion miles you know people have no have a i, I give them a, a little test um an analysis a comparison how long do you think one trillion seconds is how long it's a lot uh... if you can guess it within a week i'll give you a bitcoin Just take a stab. You're not going to get it. Trust me. A hundred trillion seconds. What? No, one trillion seconds. Just take a stab. As far as traveling. No, no, no. Not not distance. Time. How long is one trillion seconds? Hundred hours. No. <laughs> it's <laughs> ready. Yeah, and, and don't don't feel bad because you just never did the calculation. It's thirty one thousand years. A trillion seconds is 30. One trillion seconds is 31,000 years. Convert that into miles times it times 25. That's how close the closest star is. And we're, we're to believe aliens are traveling through space to come here and crash in Roswell. No, they're coming. If they're coming, they're coming from a couple thousand miles away. They can make a day trip and go back for lunch. Okay. It's a day trip. Maybe they're coming from all the way out here. Okay. We'll say 20,000 miles. Okay. That's what's going on. Okay. I believe that there is life out here. I believe that the people that live out here used to live in here. That's my belief. Can't prove it, but there's lots of information. Like, where did they go? Where did that technology go? Maybe something happened here. There's some stories about it. Again, there's just stories, but uh, it's interesting. This crazy thing right here is not crazy at all compared to the heliocentric aliens coming from outer space, right? From mm -hmm. the closest star is 25 trillion miles away. I can't even do the calculation. You know, 25 trillion times 31,000 seconds. That's just in seconds. And it's ridiculous. It's insanity. I got you thinking, right? Smoke steam coming out of that hat. So we see stars, mm. you know, clearly at night, depending on what city you're in. And uh, if you're in a populated area, we can definitely see the moon and we can definitely see the sun. Yes. But we can't see anything outside of that. Yeah. So they're all within the Earth system. Here's the star Arcturus through a Nikon P900 super zoom consumer grade camera. This is within the Earth system. This is, if you ask me, it's sentient. In my, in my, you know, this is what it looks like. You know, zoom. Well, that's how I'm just super zoomed in right here. This is the star 
Um, Capella, totally different. It's got sacred geometry. It's got color. This is within the Earth system, okay? This is Mars, okay? This is what Mars looks like. This isn't a dusty, dirty ball reflecting sunlight. It's within the Earth system. It's small. It's close. They're all, the, all the wandering stars are named after gods, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's do a, a quick analysis on how we can see stars. They tell us that there's 100 billion stars in our galaxy, and a lot of them are the same size as the sun, some bigger, some smaller, right? And we can see them with our naked eye. So imagine if the sun, oops, that's not what I wanted. If the sun was, if the sun was uh, very, like a mile over your head. If the sun was a mile over your head, it would fill the entire sky, right? You're looking at the sun, it would fill the entire sky because the sun's gigantic, the earth is a marble, right? And so then we're going to move it to where they say it is 93 million miles away. And it turns into a small little dot in the sky the size of a nickel or a dime held at arm's length, right? So it reduced just because of distance. Like, look at my hand. If I move it in the distance, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the sun reduced to this size from the entire sky by going 93 million miles. If I doubled the distance, how much smaller would it get? Half the size. Well, well, it went from the entire sky to that. So half the size, I think it would get tiny, right? It went from the entire sky, not half the size of the entire sky. It went to a tiny little dot in the sky. If I made it eight times farther, scientifically, we can prove that its angular size would be so small that our eye couldn't see it because our eye can only see a certain angular size and then, it, then it's too small to resolve. So eight times the distance, I'm going to call eight times the distance the distance we can't see the sun distance, okay? Mm-hmm. So eight times the distance, we're going to call that the distance we can't see the sun anymore, Okay. The closest star that I was talking about before is 40,000 times farther than the sun, the distance we can't see the sun anymore distance. It's 40,000 times farther. Any logical thinking mind would know that you can't see that. It's too small. And the brightness would get less and less and less over distance. You can't see it. That's the closest star. The rest are farther. The things that we're seeing are within the Earth system. They are rotating over our head within the Earth system. Let me show you my app and how the stars work. Can you enable screen sharing? You know how to do that? Yeah. Crazy, right? Uh, no, you're sharing your screen. You want to enable, enable screen sharing for participants. So you want to stop sharing. And you want to enable, allow all participants to share. Forgot to make you ask you to set that up before we started. You got it. If you click the little arrow there, you got it. You did it. Good job. Thank you. All right. So, so we're looking down at the world pond and the sun and the moon, everything we see in the sky is within the earth system. So the sun goes around once a day. It keeps track of the hours and the days. The moon goes around. Uh, the sun will lap the moon every 28 days. So if I speed it up, you'll see that the sun is catching up to the moon. And mm-hmm. so the moon's phases and position keep track of the weeks and the months, right? The sky is a clock. I'm going to slow it down and I'll turn on the stars. Now that we have fixed stars in the sky that circle around at the, they're on the, their own wheel, but just going slightly faster than the sun. So right now the sun is approaching the middle of Pisces. And next month, this one will catch up to the sun and the sun will be in this zodiac. And then the following month, um, Taurus will catch up and the sun will be in Taurus. All right. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the sun is in all of these stars uh, in, in the star sign for about a month. And then this time next year, the sun will, it'll all reset real quick. I'll show you how seasons work. You see the sun is right almost over the equator on March 21st. It'll be over the red line, which is the equator. And then, Three months later, it'll move all the way into the Tropic of Cancer. And the Tropic of Cancer is when we have our summer, right? Because the inner northern world is closer to the sun, which makes it higher in the sky. It's higher over our head. So it's closer, higher in the sky. We have longer days. And then six months later, it goes all the way out to the Tropic of Capricorn, 
and the outer southern lands have their summers. It goes right over Australia, over Central America, Southern Africa, and they're having their summer because the sun is high in the sky for them, closer, and it's farther away from us, lower in the sky, we're having our winter. It's, that, it's, that's how it works. It's very, very simple. It makes no sense on a flat earth. I mean, on a globe earth. Sorry about that. So the reason I made the app, one of the main reasons, the reason everybody loves it is because it's really hard to find flat earth information. Like if you search moon landing hoax, um, you're going to get all sorts of propaganda. They put mm-hmm. so much propaganda and so many turds in the punch bowl, you can't find any fruit when you're searching for it. The stuff's out there, but you really can't find it. So what I do every day, there's a featured video. You mm-hmm. click the featured video. You just click this image right here and up comes uh, a video of the day. And I tell people, watch the video of the day every day for two weeks and you too will lose the respect of your friends and family because you'll be a flat <laughs> earther, all right? <laughs> um, and I say, if you still think the earth is a ball, and you have one proof, I'll give you a Bitcoin if you can send me the proof. But before you do, you have to hit the question mark and up comes all of the questions that you're going to ask. Hey, what about gravity? What about seasons, which I just explained? Um, you know, what about Southern flights? Or, hey, what about eclipses? If I click what about eclipses, up comes a playlist that again, that YouTube will let you find. And if you watch these, these are experiments you can do yourself, explanations that you'll never hear from mainstream. And these are all... Um, things that will help you realize that the earth is not what they tell us. And again, um, if you hit the, the web button, bottom right corner, mud floods, Tataria. That's what I was talking about earlier, this worldwide civilization. If you click that button, bring food and water because you're going to be there for a while. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing, mind-blowing information. Turn off your TV, everybody, and start watching the videos that are linked in here, and your entire world will change. There's all sorts of stuff. You have kids, Flat Earth Man, right? The amazing music videos that are good for adults too. They're even better, but kids love them and you'll teach your kids stuff that they'll never learn in school. Full length documentaries, um, amazing podcasts, better than any college education, cost you $7 a month instead of $70,000 a year. And uh, all sorts of stuff. Your interview will be here under interviews once it goes up on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So like if I click interviews, up come all of my recent interviews, right? And your yours will be in there too. Okay. So and yeah, it goes was, on and on. I've done a lot of interviews. Wow, look at that. So where is your app available at? So the app is available. Uh, also, one other thing, new feature, the if I click that color wheel, up come all these images and we're adding images all the time. Like, hey, you think we went to the moon in this? You think we went to the moon in this thing made out of paper mache, tinfoil, curtain rods, and duct tape? You know, that's insanity. The app is available for iPhone and Android. You have to have Android um, 8.0 or higher, and you have to have an iPhone 6 or better for it to work. And it's $2.99. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock App made by Blue Water Bay. There's some knockoffs out there that are basically, you know, flat earth society, which is controlled opposition, trying to capture you and, uh, you know, and gatekeep you. So just look for this logo. If you're watching a video, just point your phone at this QR code and uh, it's, read the reviews. If you're like, I don't pay for apps, that's fine. All the information's on the web. Good luck finding it. Um, but you can check out my the Facebook page, the Flat Earth Clock app. Facebook page has lots of information there. My YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H. I have lots of short videos there. All the stuff is free. This is the most fun and easy way to do it, especially if you're trying to explain Flat Earth to other people or learn it yourself. Um, the daily video every day is people love it. You know, Every morning you get up watch the daily video while you're having your breakfast and you go like, Oh, that's interesting. And what flat earth does, what, what, why does it matter? I think a lot of the depression in this world is because we have a connection between our mind, our conscious mind and our soul. And that connection is severed when our conscious mind is trapped in the helio helio nonsensical system when it's lost in this matrix and only when you connect with your soul and uh, and enjoy this journey that we're having here on this crazy roller coaster puzzle. I love roller coasters and I love puzzles, so I'm having a good time. 
once you connect with that and, and remove fear and hypnosis from the television, tell lie vision, uh, and unprogram yourself from the nonsense in the school indoctrination system, then you lose that depression. I don't know many flat earthers that are depressed. I really don't. I don't know if I know any, to be honest. They come from all walks of life. And uh, everybody is amazed, never bored, and happy. I'm, I'm having a, a meetup in Connecticut. I, it's my first meetup ever. Like me and another flat earther who owns a diner. Like, hey, let's do this. And I put out a little video. I figured 10 or 20 people would come. I think we're going to have 100 people, right? Just in Connecticut. I'm doing a four-hour meetup. There's people driving five hours to come. I'm like, it's amazing. So you're in Boston, right? I'm in Connecticut. Oh, you're in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, what has the, uh, the winter been like up there? We've had snow on the ground for the last month, pretty much. You know, that we've been getting you know, small storm after small storm. We had two good storms over a foot. Um, but, it, you know, it is what it is. When I was a kid, we had snow for three months. Mm. As a kid, we used to have to jump out the window to shovel out the door sometimes. Wow. Yeah. That sounds crazy. So um, how does your family feel about you uh, pursuing this goal? My my wife, my partner, Paige, she's on board. She loves it. I mean, we're both truth seekers and uh, we're never bored. We always have stuff to talk about. Um, You know, I think that flat earth, when you are two flat earthers are together, two awake people are together, you don't grow apart. You know, people grow apart because they're lost. They don't have anything to think about or watching too many, you know, I, I love a good movie, but all movies are garbage. I mean, occasionally a good movie, I'm there. I know that it's bullshit. I, when Star Wars, you know, like, oh my God, Star Wars is dead. All the space movies are all dead because space isn't real. I can still enjoy one, but we have so much to talk about. There's so much amazing things in this world that, um, life is amazing. It, life is just so, so amazing. The, the world's screwed up. I'm surrounded by zombies, but you know, what's better than a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's, uh, it, you know, um, you know, reading the, uh, walking dead comic books and you don't watching. need to read the walking dead. We live it. Look, go outside. Look at all the people that are walking around with masks. Well, right? Soon they're going to get the vaccine. Their skin's going to start falling off. They're going to get Bell's palsy. And they're going to realize that, you know what? There's no food. I need to eat people. But they're going to realize that the vaccinated people are toxic. So they're only going to eat the unvaccinated. <laughs> That's the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> well, the reason I brought it up is uh, it, uh, it, it brought up some interesting questions and not about, you know, are you able to, you know, take another person's life to secure yours, but um, having skills to survive when technology isn't at your hands anymore, you know? There you go. Um, So, you know, that made me actually want to, you know, do my own research and develop skills, you know, like, can I grow something to eat? Can I forage? Can I you know, fix my vehicle if necessary, all these things that I think that... You'd be a valuable man with those skills. Yeah. So um, that's the type of things I try to encourage people to do. Are you growing food? um, No, but I do have people with green thumbs and gardens who are uh, getting me uh, prepared for situations like that. And and by the way, you know, growing food isn't as hard as you think. I, I mean, you just, you can figure it out pretty quick. You know, it's just... Just need to, I lived in an apartment. I only had this long, tiny little slot of grass, which was like dead grass on the side of the road. And I built two um, five by 10 boxes. I fed the whole neighborhood. I built two five by 10 raised gardens. I fed the entire, I, fed, I lived on a dead end. I, everybody, I fed everybody. Okay. We I live in a it. magical world where you go in the garage, find a jar of seeds that your grandfather put there 70 years ago. Take one seed, stick it into the dirt, and then water will fall from the sky and food will grow out of the ground. There's no food shortage. There's a stupidity crisis we're having. <laughs> How long did that take you? Or is that something that you just figured out on your own? What, gardening? Yeah. It's not really easy. Just watch a couple of YouTube videos, get some good soil, find a spot where there's sun, and uh, you can't screw up. Nature, nature will straighten your ass out. And uh, and you could plant twice as many. Like when they say, put the tomatoes, you know, 18 inches apart, I put them eight inches apart, okay? And mm-hmm. I plant twice as many and it mm-hmm. works great. And there's lots of little tricks you can do. 
you know, like if you got your tomatoes growing and you want like, how do I get bigger tomatoes? Just type, how do I get bigger tomatoes in YouTube? And you'll, you'll find out you, you cut off the end leaf, right? They, they have shoots and there's double leaf, double leaf, double leaf. And there's an end leaf. Just cut off the end leaf on all of the shoots and your tomatoes will be twice the size. Okay. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this. Um, what is the goal for your show and your movement over the next year? Yeah, my goal is to wake up as many people as possible because if everybody wakes up to flat earth, um, the, the reign of tyranny is over, period. Okay. It's over because people will unplug from the control system and they'll realize that they can say no. People just say yes because they don't think there's a choice, right? If a police officer comes up to you out of the blue and said, let me see your ID, you can say no. Mm-hmm. say is there a victim is somebody hurt did i is there a crime been committed then they're like well no you have to give me your id because i'm asking for it you say no you give me your id okay i've done that several times I have it on film and they end up giving me their id and i never give them my id oh really yeah you have to know your rights man Th- this whole world you have so much more power than you than you believe than you realize it's unbelievable now, again, we're operating around morons and Karens and insanity, and, and uh, you won't always succeed, but there's simple little things. And every time I've done it three or four times uh, where I had run-ins with the police, I wouldn't give them my ID. And when I was done, they all shook my hand. Yeah. Yeah, amazingly. Except the last time. That's why you said to the last time? Except the last time. <laughs> the last time? What happened the last time? Last time when I got banned from Costco forever. Um, that's all, that's a whole nother story, <laughs> but, but they did with that. probably cause I didn't want to shake their hands. Cause the guy pissed me off so much, but, um, <clears throat> I would have shaked the girl's hand that his, 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 uh, boss, his sergeant, uh, she was very cute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love to loop back around and get that story. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will send you the link to me getting kicked out of Costco and you can see the whole story. I filmed the whole thing. That's another thing. You hold up. If you're in a situation with the police, turn on your frigging camera because they're filming you. You want to film them. Yeah. Get, get both sides of the story. Quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, let me ask you this one last thing and I'm going to let you go. Um, so personally, do you feel as though that there's been a change in the past? I don't know. Let's say, nine months in the way people have been doing, you know, in the upward tick and going about life. I know that there's a lot of negativity, especially when it comes to politics and, you know, but there's been, you know, a shift when it comes to, uh, you know, like things like the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, police brutality and um, education as far as people taking control of their lives instead of you know, following the script that you've been given since you were in elementary school. Do I notice that there's an upward tick, like a positive tick? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. You know, I've, there, there's been some dips. We've been on a little bit of a roller coaster, but I see an upward tick. I see a lot of people waking up. I see people that were anti, that were pro-vax are are saying anti-vax things now. You know, I believe that vaccines are uh, not, something that I would ever do under any circumstance whatsoever. The gun held to my, if someone had put a gun to my head and, a va- and a, a held a needle and said, you know, shot or gun, I'm going to take the gun. Okay. You're not, no one's sticking me with, with that. That's my opinion. You can do whatever you want. Actually I'm pro vax. If you want the vax, go ahead and get it. All right. Go ahead and get it, but no, just leave me alone. Just stay away from me. <laughs> so, so, you know, I, I, there's a there's a great reset that they're trying to do. I, I believe that they're trying to depopulate the world in the next five years. Here's something for you to look up: Deagle.com. Write that down: D-E-A-G-E-L.com. It's a site that predicts uh, gross national product of countries and population, and uh, they've been predicting that in the year 2025, the population in the United States will be 100 million people. Well, it's 330 million right now, or something like that. And they're saying it's going to go down to 100 million by 2025. And if you look at what's going on and, and you look at the Georgia Guidestones and look at everything else, all of this stuff is lining up. It's very interesting. And, and uh, this push for the jab in the arm is, uh, I don't know, might be part of it. 
That's uh, something that's, I'm definitely going to research once I hop off air. That's yeah, Deagle.com. You just click countries, and it'll show you all the current from 2017, and then click 2025 forecast. And uh, you'll see in the UK is worth, they go from like worse, they go from like 65 million to like 15 million, I think. Don't quote me on that. But then there's places like Ecuador, which are equal. That's funny, Ecuador equal. Uh, China goes up by a couple million. Uh, it's interesting. So what happens to all these people? Do they die? Do they move elsewhere? I don't know. Has any of their predictions come true? Yeah, they've always been right. How long have they existed? They've been around for a long time. <laughs> Okay. That yeah, that sounds yeah. And, and and you know what's funny is we discovered it in twenty seventeen and we contacted them, we got some very unsatisfying answer, you know, real which really didn't say anything. But uh they 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 said that the United States is gonna go to hundred million and then we're like, Okay, this is just all maybe this is old information and and back then we're like, How could this ever happen? Well now this whole this whole Rona thing that's happening, I don't know, maybe that's it, you know, they've Maybe that's what they're they're using as the excuse. But they recently changed it. It's no longer 100 million in the United States. It's 99 million. Hmm. So they're micro adjusting it. Okay. What's that about? I don't know. Look up the Georgia Guidestones also. I heard of that. Yeah. So what is going on in this world? You know, uh, is everything set in stone? Uh, can we change it? I think the only hope we have is people waking up and saying, no, we are the controllers of this world, not the other people. The, the, the elite are so minuscule compared to us that we, they're, they're not even visible. Mm-hmm. The problem is they divided us by countries, by political parties, by race, by sex, by sports teams. Now they're, they've got us muzzled like slaves. They have us separated. They don't want us touching each other. They don't want us singing, singing and, uh, and, and talking and kissing. All of that stuff is part of humanity. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and it raises our vibration. They don't want our vibrations up. They want to keep us in a low vibration of fear and, and lost in space, spinning out of control with our feet, n- not knowing where our feet are right? We are not spinning out of control in space. Your feet are planted on the earth. You are part of the earth system. You are energized by the earth. Okay. You are a living soul here on earth that has amazing power. And if you don't know you have the power, then you don't have the power. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, Dave. This has been very enlightening. And uh, uh, like you said, um, you know, in your message, uh, you definitely did uh, blow my mind with the facts you were telling me. So I appreciate you taking the time out to join me today. Big T, if I just wake you up, man, that's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. You know, uh, why don't you let my audience know where they can find you at and uh, anything you got coming up. Yeah, so the best place to find me literally is on the app. It's the best. It's $2.99. Again, read the reviews. It's, uh, it's you're buying me a half of a beer in a, in a crappy bar with fiberglass <laughs> in between us and where I can't even talk to the girl next to me because she's wearing a muzzle and I don't even know what she looks like, okay? So um, the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app by Blue Water Bay. Remember, by Blue Water Bay, look for this logo or just point your camera here. My YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. That's a good place to start. I have hundreds of videos there, most of them under five minutes long. And uh, the Flat Earth Podcast for any podcast player. Uh, We haven't put out a lot of episodes lately, but there's plenty to start from the beginning. And you cannot get through 10 episodes without becoming a Flat Earther. So don't listen if you don't want to deal with being a Flat Earther. But (laughs) let me tell you something. Life has never been better. When you understand who you are, where you are, what you are, and the power of your mind, it couldn't be any better. Hey, uh, true words haven't yet to be spoken. So um, like I said before, um, we got to loop back around and and have another conversation about this. Uh, I'm definitely going to check out uh, Deagle um because i would like to you know do my own research on you know their predictions and everything it sounded very interesting it is <laughs> uh so um i have been your host the land over legend aka big t and this has been a very interesting episode of the i can't make this up podcast i can't 
with a K, Make This Up Podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're also available everywhere podcasts are. You can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, please also follow my guests and check out all the interesting facts and his app that he has for you and your knowledge consumption. Um, and I'm interested to see the comments myself. I actually can't wait and, you know, get some feedback on this because uh, this is a first for me. So I, like, again, I say, I appreciate you. Okay, Big T, thanks. All right. Until next time, man. Take care. All right. All right. All right. So, hey, I'm going to,